when we picked the title Brotherly Love, we didn't have a clue at that time what was going to be taking place now. You know, we didn't know what was going to be going on in the world. And even with some of the songs that we that we selected and what those songs say, it's like God knew all along. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio, and Drew Brown, Juno-nominated singer-songwriter and worship leader. Both hope to share insights into Christian music, exploring ministry, message, and everything in between. You can connect with the show at faithstrongtoday.com slash between the grooves or via Twitter at Between Grooves. Now, here's James and Drew. Welcome to Between the Grooves. It's your weekly look at music, ministry, and everything in between with today's top Christian artists. Hey, Drew. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This uh, this episode is is one that I've been looking forward to sharing because uh, we've got a couple of guys uh, that we're going to have on the line, uh, Mike Rogers and Bradley Walker, and uh, they're 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 uh, known entities in the music world, uh, yeah. specifically in Nashville yeah. and and uh, and outside of that as well. And uh, they've been uh, working on a little project called Brotherly Love, and we're going to find out all about that in uh, in just a bit. So uh, you definitely want to keep tuned in for that. That's all coming up. But before we get to it, we need to check in with the Community Cork Board. Community Cork Board! Well, what is going on in the world around us? Well, first of all, I wanted to share um, a little note from somebody that they sent to uh, to us on Twitter uh, from Good Patron. Mm. Uh, I really like your interviews and I've discovered a couple new favorite artists on your show. Fist bump. I'm not going to fist bump you. We've got glass so partitions. Yeah, Anyways. <laughs> hit hit the window. That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you for the comment from yeah. Good Patron. Uh, yeah, we always thanks. love hearing from uh, from people that listen to the podcast, and uh, you are welcome to chime in whenever you like as well. You can send us a note on Facebook, on Twitter. Send us an email at betweenthegrooves at faithstrongtoday.com, and, uh, and let us know what's going on in your mm-hmm. life. If you're an artist or a musician and if you've got something coming up, let us know. We'd be happy to give a little plug. That's right. And uh, that sort of thing. Now, I, I do have to say, when we talk about plugs... Here we go. Um, of course, the the uh, Juno Award submissions yeah. opened last week. That's right. Now, That's the right. Juno Awards is the Canadian version That's right. of the Grammys. Grammys. Yeah. And uh, so if you are a uh, Christian Canadian artist or any other Canadian artist, now's the time. You, know, if you, have to, you have to meet certain date parameters when the song was released. You can mm-hmm. check that out at the Karas website, C-A-R-A-S. That's the organization that oversees uh, the Juno Awards. You know, Check out what their specifications are for sending in music and get your stuff in. There like, we go. Why not? Why it doesn't not? hurt. You yeah, know? That's right. Um, there's probably a small registration fee. There is. But it's, you know, if you get your music in front of somebody that can, you know, one of the judges or whatever. And I've been a judge um, several times. Um, the one thing I've learned about being a judge at the Junos is, number one, there's a lot of submissions, which is great. Right. Um, and the other thing I've learned is you can't be a judge in back-to-back years. So if you're a judge, if I was a judge this past year, I can't be a judge this year. Okay. So, uh, so I've been a judge in alternating years, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, you know, because you got to listen to a lot of music. Sure. Uh, but 
get your music in. If you've got something that's worthwhile that you think is is amazing and you've had other people say it's amazing or perhaps you've had radio airplay and it's, you know, either being on a chart uh, or whatever uh, or maybe not radio airplay at all because it's not necessarily reflective of what radio would play. Right. It doesn't matter. Yep. You still get your music in and uh, and see what happens. That's right. So I've, I've actually seen in the past where there's submissions of artists that I know and they never got into the top five in the contemporary Christian album of the year category, but at least they sent something in. Yeah. Right? It doesn't right. hurt. That's right. It's the same thing with the uh, Covenant Awards, which is GMA Canada. You know, if you have the opportunity to get your stuff in there and get recognized by your peers, by other people, why not? What are the awards for, for you know, people in radio? How come we don't celebrate you guys? I don't know. Um, you know what? We should protest. We should I, uh, hit the streets. I mean, I don't know if I would ever win anything, but... Probably not. But still, it'd be nice for you to still. <laughs> I no, think that didn't GMA Canada would. once have some radio category I way back remember. when? You're probably right. Right. I just feel like... And I'm being actually serious. Oh, I, I thought you were being serious all along. Okay, was yeah. I supposed to think you were being sarcastic? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I always say sarcastic things. But like, it's ser- like, I think there's space for that. I'm wondering, because we have a lot of great people in radio. There's a lot of, like I can think of many, many amazing people across Canada yeah. in radio doing some great things. It'd be nice to celebrate and honor these people. There are, there are radio awards in Canada. For, but, but but not for Christian radio. This is the thing. Right? This is the thing. So I'm wondering if GMA people, if you're listening, maybe we should have like a station slash DJ slash, you know. You know, I suppose my radio station could oversee and put together a radio awards program, but it'll be everybody from my radio station winning, so. <laughs> <laughs> if, it would be nice if there was some nationwide thing, certainly. I think so, yeah. Uh, we, we do see and meet a lot of the radio people when we attend the Covenant yeah, Awards. that's right. And so it's nice to put a face to a name, yeah. especially because, you know, we're not really competition because we're all in different cities. That's right. So we get to know each other, whether it be online, on social media, or through emails, or su- submitting our, our uh, you know, our spins, as it were, yeah. for, for various charts. Uh, so it's, it's nice to put, as I said, a face to the name, but it's also nice to, you know, recognize the achievements of some of these other people totally. as well because there's yeah. a lot of you know good things happening in canada with christian radio completely yeah yeah so kind of a tangent off the juno awards but no, that's okay nothing that's wrong right. with that yeah yeah it is time now to get to our guests uh sorry I shouldn't say guest. We have two guests. 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 That's right. We have two people on the show today. It's Mike Rogers and Bradley Walter. Mm -hmm. And uh, these guys have, uh, this is kind of a side project for them. This is something they put together. It's just a bunch of guys getting together in the living room. Bunch of friends. Jamming, yeah. Yeah. Jamming together. And hey, this sounds really good. We're going to hear more about what sounds really good. It's all about (laughs) brotherly love on Between the Grooves. Are you there, Mike? Yeah, I am. Okay, and you're there, Brad? I'm here. Hey, Mikey. Awesome. Hey, morning, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, bud? I'm wonderful. Wonderful. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> it worked. I do. I wasn't sure if I was going to lose you guys. We've we've uh, got this phone system where I can't... I, I, 
we don't often join two lines together. And when we do, sometimes we've lost calls. So we're, you know, fingers crossed, everything's working. So that's a good hey, thing. I, I, I warn people of the same thing every time I try to do that. <laughs> Not a problem. You know, get me in a studio and I'm okay. Get me in front of the phone, figure out how the thing works. Then these, you know. <laughs> Lose my mind. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I mean, they're computers now, right? So yeah, that's right. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, listen, so awesome to get, have you guys uh, on our po- little podcast today. As you probably figured out, we like to have a little fun. So, you know, feel free to yeah. goof around stuff because uh, that's what this is all about. So That's it. Hey, the good, good thing, Bradley, I'm not Ben. You know that. I'm not going to pick on you like he does. My goodness. Uh, <laughs> with it. You know what? I'm used to it now, so it don't matter if you do. That's all right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me and you get the brunt of everything. It, Pretty I'll much. Pretty much. See, you can really feel the brotherly love, eh? It's, it's Speaking there. of which. Yeah. Ben, yes. ben is the big brother that picks on everybody. That's, that's very accurate. So brotherly love is a, is a little project you guys were working on. I, and, and before we get into that too much, I, I was curious as to, because I mean, the, the, the whole message uh, is quite relevant to this day and age, especially with, you know, COVID, protests. U.S. elections. I mean, there's lots of stuff that kind of, you know, makes brotherly love very important as far as the message is concerned. Uh, how, when did, when was this birth? I mean, when, when did this come down where you guys decided, hey, let's, you know, we've been playing some gigs. We've been playing some of this music. Let's record some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bradley, go ahead if you want to answer. Yeah. Um, probably it's been a couple of years ago, I guess, is when, um, you know, Ben and I had just finished a hymns record, and um, that that Ben produced for me, and he had Mike in to to sing some harmony on it. And so it was the three of us singing together, and we had done some live things uh, a time or two together, just the three of us. And so how how it all came about for me was Ben just called one night and said, "Hey, you know what would you think about getting?" me you and mike and add jimmy fortune into the mix and i'm like who wouldn't want to do that sure you know? yeah. um just what a what an honor for me to to be able to sing with with these three guys and so because i know mike uh y'all had you and ben had been playing downtown in nashville a pretty good bit yeah. and then uh jimmy i think would come in when y'all would do shows and so y'all had the three of y'all had sang together a lot and then the three of us had sang together a pretty good bit and so it it came down to then you know we all knew we wanted to do it um but then you have to you know hey let's get together and see if it's going to work because yeah even if you feel like something's going to be good you, you never know until you actually get together and sing together and because sometimes it's just not there. Sometimes it's right for whatever reason it it may not be there. But so that took some time for us to uh, from the time when it was initially brought up to me. You know, hey, we might do this, getting our schedules together and where we could finally get together in a room and and see how it was going to work out. And man, when we did, it was just we knew instantly, hey, this is this is going to be special. 
Sure. I mean, the fact that you guys know each other is is a big bonus because a lot of times when you see collaborations, uh, you've got some. Sometimes you have some unknowns where you know you don't you don't have that intimate relationship as far as hey mm-hmm. we, we know these guys or we've performed with these guys or we've done work with them in the past or written music with them or whatever. Uh, so it, yeah. it, I mean, that's a big big plus that you had right there going into this yeah. thing. The fact that you guys knew right. each other already, probably uh, to the point where you kind of knew each other's strengths and weaknesses already like who would be good at, for for what role i guess mm-hmm. yeah go ahead Mike. absolutely you know we brought in uh, just a you know a bunch of psalms the day we all got together and it's like every song we we pick is what that's what's on the record hmm, awesome it's just we started singing and, and playing right there in ben's living room and it fell together so fast it's like you know god had his hand on us that day and said here now y'all just 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 dope just sing and we did am i right bradley i mean that's how it went very true very true we'd actually gotten (laughs) together one time before that um yep just to see you know if it was going to work and even that day that that was the very first time that we the four of us had ever sang together as a as a quartet and we sang for two hours you know, we came together, didn't even, had no idea what we were going to sing, no idea whatsoever, hadn't even discussed it, just nope. got together, and we wound up singing for like two hours, just throwing out songs, and we're like, okay, yeah, this is going this is gonna work, and then you get together at Ben's house and, and really start working on arrangements, and it kind of goes... Yeah you're saying about knowing each other's strengths, knowing, you know, each other's range and what kind of what song fit what person and all that. And Ben is, you know, Ben produced this record and, and he's so good at, at hearing and knowing those kind of things. And, and we all do to a certain extent, but he really kind of says, okay, you know, Mike, try this. Jimmy, try this. Bradley, try yeah. this song, you know. And when we did, it was just, it fell into place. Just, you don't even have to. I think what's really cool is when you can get with people and when you you don't have to work at it. Yeah. You don't have to to really work to make something happen. It just falls into place, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, if that's. I think Mike would agree. When when you don't have to work at it, when it just naturally happens that way, <laughs> you know that you've got something really strong. And we all felt that from from the very beginning. Well, Bradley, you know this. We still have from that afternoon. We had we recorded all the songs just us in a room in the living room mm-hmm. with our with our cell phones, just yep. so we could listen to it and hear what we did. And it was just so much fun to 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 listen to the playback on that what mm-hmm. a blessing that was mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that'll be the lost tapes yeah exactly right? that's right in that's a right. year two years ten years that's from right. now that'll be the lost tapes <laughs> yeah and, and i'm curious because um like one of the one of the strengths of that you guys have apart from being you know sort of like professionals and who have played many places and with many people um you probably played a lot of these songs before in the past it's just it's just like classic songs from American songbook like country and gospel like this is these are huge songs you guys are doing songs that you're that have sort of been in your blood 
Um, yeah. And so like coming together and doing this must have been such a like, I don't want to say an easy thing. That sounds like there's been no work involved. But it's kind of like, it's oh, I hate to, here we go. Almost like a homecoming. <laughs> um, because cause you're playing these songs that you guys all know and love. You guys have played this in the bars or in churches or wherever. And you're, you're like, yeah. we, we know how this goes. Now we can sort of sit in this and find our own groove and our own voice with these classics. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you, you talk about groove. You know, Bradley, you know this, the love bug that's on the record. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben and I used to, to play that, you know, downtown when we'd get together. And I've always loved that song, but one night Ben said, "Mikey, let's let's put a little swing to it, a little, a little different, because that song is real straight." And, you know, mm-hmm. so I said, "Okay, I don't know how this is going to work out, but man, let's try it." And it's the most it's it's a, just a different treatment, you know, compared yeah. to mm-hmm. how George Jones did it or or George Strait, you know, and yeah. it's it was just it fell together so fast. So that's when you say groove. You know, and talk about that kind of stuff. That's that's just like, awesome. Like literal kind of, kind of worked out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the cool things for me was uh, when we were talking about songs, and you know, seriously choosing what songs we were going to even try. Ben mentioned uh, the old Henson's classic, "The Lighthouse." Yes. Which is a song that I've loved for years, and loved Kenny Henson's voice, and and have always. You know, in the back of my mind, thought, man, I'd, I'd love to sing that song, but you can only do that song in a in a group setting, in a quartet setting. It's hard for a solo artist, which most of what I've done prior to this has all been solo, to really pull that off. You got to have a group to do that. Yeah. And so when he brought that song up, and and we kind of figured out the arrangement and the way, you know, I start out singing the lead, and then Mike takes the lead on the chorus and Ben and I sing harmony and then you know I sing another verse and then it winds up with Jimmy taking a high lead on the end and I go to bass and we all it's like man this this is really cool you know yeah and because we can do these songs maybe you know and I've even thought since since we've recorded this this project, I've even thought of other songs that, man, that, that'd be cool to try that, you know? Songs yeah. that you can only pull off with a quartet, with yeah. a group like this. And so it's it's fun, because we can all, all four of us are blessed that we can sing lead, and we can all four sing multiple harmony parts. And so that's you don't always have that either you know that ability with with a group to be able to to just try different things and that's that's literally what it is it's like hey let's let's try it this way let's yeah bradley you do this ben you do this you know let's let's try that and see how it works if it don't work we try something different but that that's the fun part of putting this together um on the front end i guess and then then when you hear the finished product you can sit back and just think, yeah, you know, this is this is really something. I mean, for me, it's the first time I've been a part of a group like this, a quartet, you know, a, a group of people singing. Most of what I've done in my career has been solo as a solo artist. So to to get the chance to make music and sing with three guys of this caliber. You know, Mike, 
Jimmy and Ben, all three are the best of the best. You know, and yeah. to, to get to get to sing with those guys um, and to do this together is really, really a blessing. Did Ben ever? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say back to you, Bradley. That that goes for you, oh, man. Thank you. When, when we get to sing with you, uh, it's just it's just such a blessing. I I love, I love it. There's our brotherly love again. <laughs> did, uh, now, did Ben ever bring up the idea of like, hey, guys, let's, before we finish this album, let's actually try and, and write something of our own? Was that ever a conversation that, because I mean, like, you didn't have to. You have some of the great, like, <laughs> some of the greatest songs. Yeah, um, don't need it. You don't really need to. But was that ever kind of like a, hey, let's just try and see what happens? Was that ever part of the conversation? No, I don't know, Bradley. I, I I don't remember us really talking about it. I know Bradley and I we were talking about a song that that uh, I wrote with Rory Feek mm-hmm. a few oh, years yeah. ago. That song. Oh God! And, uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Ben and I and Jimmy have written together, and we've written a couple great songs. I you know I I feel, but I think if we all four get together and write, it's just going to be fun and you know who knows what will come out of it you know yeah exactly (laughs) i think i think when you do something like this um for the first project for the first record out of the gate um you know the record label a lot of times likes for you to to concentrate mostly on songs that are recognizable songs that makes sense yeah kind of as an introduction for the group and then if we're blessed to be able to make you know, more records down the road, which I hope, uh, you know, that that happens yeah. at some point. I think then we'll have a little more freedom to maybe say, hey, we've got this original song or or write something together or, or pull something like the song that Mike's talking about that uh, I've had for, and it's so funny how things work out. I've had this song for probably three or four years that Rory sent to me. And um, it, what Rory sent was just the work tape. It was the day they wrote the song. Um, probably sitting in, if I'm, and I don't know this, but I'm guessing probably sitting around Rory's kitchen table. And yes. Mike is playing and singing this song called You Don't Love Me that's just, it's just phenomenal. And I figured out that that was Mike singing. And I think when we were, when we were, taking the pictures for this project we were talking about that song and because it's so powerful and it's like man that might be something we could could uh record you know with this group one of these days because it's yeah it's a it's a song that would speak to people Hmm. and that's what we want to do with our music is we want to you know make people happy make people um you're talking about everything going on today I know for me, part of what I always try to do is is make people take their minds off of all that stuff for a while, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and give them something to, to make them, you know, feel happy and feel good, but also let them know that, you know, there is something bigger um, than any of this that's going on. Uh, that we can all put our faith and our trust and our hope in, that's Jesus Christ. You know, with our music, anytime we can do that, that's that's the goal, ultimately. 
you mentioned you mentioned familiar songs on the first record. So I, I was curious: is is this a one shot deal, or is there you know you're already you know throwing ideas around for for a subsequent project? And quite frankly, is is this a new group that's going to tour, or uh, you know everybody's solo career on hold right now? Are you guys going to? I hate to I hate to mention Homecoming, but uh, you know Drew, you already brought it up. Is is this going to be another uh, touring thing with the Gaithers? The answer that we want is yes. That's right. <laughs> Just say yes, guys. That's a, that's a wide open question. Well, it's, yeah, I know. Yeah. You jump in there. I mean, we all have, as you said, we all have um, our own thing going. You know, Ben, Ben with his family, the Isaacs, of course. Jimmy um, keeps a very busy schedule, and then with Mike's regular gig with Craig, and Mike, you can talk more about that at some point. We hope to do that, but it's just going to be if, if and when our schedules allow. I think. But I think I think it'll work out. I really feel like um, there's going to be some shows coming up that we can we we can do that. You know, if we can get this thing back on track, if we can never start touring again, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But that's our hope. That's our heart, and that's our hope. And um, I hope there'll be another record. You know, that's 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 what my dream is, and you know, I I, I get the feeling um, that there will be more. I mean, you know, nothing, none of us know. As we've all kind of been reminded these last few months, none of us know what tomorrow holds. You know, but I, I think the label is is very excited about this, and they love what has come from this already. And uh, it's one of those things where we're not locked in, you know, for for a certain amount of records or anything like that. It's just, and it's one of the things I love about working with the Gaither organization. They go more off of, you know, feel and and you know, just the desire to want to to do something rather than, hey, we're going to lock you in for for this amount of time or for this many records, it's more of, Hey, you know, guys, do y'all want to do this? Yeah. Let's, yes. let's do it. You know, yeah. so you have a little bit more freedom that way. Um, I would, I would love for us to be able to be a part of, you know, whether it be family fest at some point with the Gaithers or maybe get to do one of the cruises together, anything that we could do as as part of that, because I feel like that crowd um, would enjoy it, and we would we would enjoy um, getting to be a part of that as as the quartet. When the Gaithers come into town to perform, it's it's not. I mean, it's not the Gaithers. It's the Gaithers and Company, in a sense, because it's all these mini acts within a big act. And quite frankly, uh, I'm sorry, but it sounds like you guys had way too much fun on this project. Uh, for, and and given that, it, it to me, it makes sense that, number one, uh, there would be more music coming in the future. You know, obviously let this stuff, you know, uh, get out there and, and, you know, have people listen to it and stuff. And, of course, you've got your TV special as well. And then, of course, the fact that, you know, perhaps there's that opportunity to do some touring down the road, given everybody's schedule. I think that would be the, the cat's meow, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree. 
I agree. I'm curious about um, what led you guys to want to do the TV special. I mean, it makes sense to do that, and I think it's a great idea, and it looks amazing. I love when uh, when singers, songwriters, and musicians do things in the round. It's kind of like my favorite way to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm curious, yeah, what was kind of like, hey, Adam, was that something that the label approached you to do? Or that, that sounds that, like a Gaither thing. I, I think so, too. Yeah. I just want you know, I just want to yeah. hear their story. Like, what, yeah. what, 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 like, what was the story behind that? Mike, if you want to... I feel like I'm talking way too much. (laughs) No, 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 no. I feel like Ben had this vision the whole time. Or, um, you know, Ben and and Mr. Bill, you know, they got together on this. (laughs) Mr. Bill. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Bill. That's right. And uh, I feel like they just had this vision, and it all just came together. And Ben had the idea of the the um, Mm in-the-round setting, and it was just... You know, when we walked in, Bradley, I'm, I, you know, I hope I'm not speaking on a term, but turn. But when we walked in and I saw this, I was just blown away at the whole setting and how the band was was right here, and then we're right in front of them together, and we could all work yeah. off of each other. I yeah. think the vision was just so amazing for the whole in the round thing, you know. Yeah, it really was. Ben and and Mike's exactly right. Ben Isaac's. Because he told me on the phone, you know, when when um, we first kind of knew that they did want to do a television special, um, that he, I mean, he absolutely had this vision for us to do this yeah. in the round. Um, there's an element to it with with people being all around you. It's hard to explain yeah. what that does yeah. for us as as performers. You know, there's an intimacy to it, I guess, um, yeah. that you just don't get otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Ben, I, I think he really pushed for for us to be able to do it that way, um, as far as that setup. And um, I was so thankful that that we were able to do a television special because. It, that's such a good way to tell the story of of the group and just to get out yeah. in front of people. You know, television is is such a great way to be able to to come into people's homes and just get in front of folks and let them know that hey, this this music is out there. And so it's 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 a big blessing to be able to do that and to have this um, something Rory Feek has always put in my mind, you know, when we get to do these kind of things, is that beyond the television special, uh, beyond initially getting to do it, once it's done, that's something that you have forever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's something yeah. that, that you can can hang on to and have from now on, you know, to get to, to relive that night, because it was... Very. We, we did this right before all this COVID stuff happened. We filmed the TV special right at the end of February before COVID really ramped up. Yeah. And because when you see it, you you know everybody's close together, and and just the the vibe in the room was awesome. And yeah. Now, even just when I see the videos to to kind of relive that, it's like wow, <laughs> that was a. We knew it was special when it was happening, 
But I yeah. think now to go back and look at it in light of what's happened since, I think it's even a little more special hmm. for me. Yeah. Anyway. Me too, Bradley. Hmm. Absolutely. You know, I think it's interesting that, you know, a lot of artists and groups uh, spend a lot of their time getting their music onto streaming services or, or promoting it to radio and, you know, getting albums sold and whatnot online uh, or even physical CDs. But uh, to have the vision to get it on onto a TV special is just one area. I've always said, like, social media is a good example. If you're on social media and you're on Instagram, but you're not on Facebook and Twitter, you're missing out. And so what you guys have done, which I, I support, I suppose is very much a, um, almost the Gaither cookie cutter concept of, you know, come out with the music and then uh, include a TV special just to reach that demographic, that audience. And not everybody watches TV, but but a lot of people do that don't necessarily stream. Right. So it's it's I mean, it's brilliant right. when you think of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, a lot of cost involved in doing something like that. <laughs> well, and if, I mean, yeah. if you know the the whole Gaither story of how the homecoming videos got started all those years ago, um, and I'm kind of speaking off the cuff here, but I, I think it was pretty much um, a bunch of artists got together in a room around a piano, and Bill Gaither had the the idea and the vision of hey let's bring a camera crew in here and let's let's capture this let's let's record this and make a video because they were just having fun around the piano singing i think they still are yeah. i mean you watch yeah, any of those yeah. videos right. and that's that's still right. what's happened yeah. there's so much of the you know where he'll just stand up and and say hey you take the lead or something like that's that right. which that's is right. really awesome to see it's uh i can tell you i've have been blessed to be a part of one of those. We right after I right after we did the, my call me old fashioned record in 2016. Um, I got the chance to be a part of the the last homecoming that that's been done. Um, it was we were in the room for about 11 hours mm. that day singing uh, over 100 artists, and you're exactly right. Bill will will just stand up and point to somebody and said, "Okay, you take a verse, you take a line," you know, and that's part of his genius. Yeah, is knowing, feeling the the mood and the the spirit in a room, and being able to to feed off of that and present something to an audience. To where they feel the same thing, if that makes sense. Um, just being able to be around and, and witness what it is that Bill Gaither does, that, that is his genius. Well, and seeing uh, the end result, because he obviously has a vision for this thing. Uh, he knows you know, what it can be. And I suppose the same thing could be said of Ben Isaacs, because it sounds to me like he had this whole thing already down of this is what's going to happen. This is the way I yep. see things coming down. Yes. Well, and Ben's been a part of, of you know, he's been a part of the Gaither. That's right. Um, videos for a yeah. long time. Long time. Well, that's right. why so, that's why I'm not surprised that there yeah. was a video a TV special done because it, it's kind of part of what he does, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So uh, can you give us some uh, insider information as far as, you know, what's next? I mean, I mean, we've kind of played around here, but I, I need to know, is there going to be another... <laughs> So you're going to be another album? Is there going to be you guys going to be touring? Is it official yet? You know that sort of thing. We hope so. How's that? <laughs> there we go. Like, give us the same answers in many different ways. You can. That's right. That's a great answer, man. I'm, I'm, that one's yours. It's like it's like we're asking yeah, a politician leaves, something, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that leaves it completely open. <laughs> right. That's right. That's so good. <laughs> Well, listen, guys, really appreciate your time uh, to chat on Between the Grooves. It's it's really exciting to see this this project. And uh, and as I said right in the beginning, just a great message uh, for this time that we're in as well. I, I, you know, I think part of what makes the Gaither organization successful is recognizing, number one, the talent, but also recognizing there's a time and a place for something. And I think the timing on this thing, I mean, you said this started, you know, two years ago, but the fact that it's being released now, the fact that you guys already recorded the TV special and now you're releasing it, it's not like you rushed to the, you know, to put this thing together, scrambled and and whatnot. You, there was a lot of thought and uh, intentional uh, planning in all of this, even uh, with the release and everything else. And that's, to me, that's very obvious. And I like that because I like organization. I like detail. I like, yeah. you know, having a plan in place. Even, you know, if, if we have somebody on our on our show and, uh, you know, say it's an in-person interview and they're in the studio, very often they'll like to take a picture with us and then post it on social media. And I'm a, I'm a firm believer, well, say this episode isn't going to air for another few weeks, hold off on your social media posting till the day we air this thing because to me that's a right. bigger that's a bigger um you know message that you're sending it's it's you know makes the whole thing bigger and i think that's what you guys are are have done here it's it's great well thank well, you the, yes sir the one thing i'll say is you know this originally was slated to come out a lot earlier uh it was originally supposed to be i mean i'm talking about the tv special um Everything was was planned. The original plan was for this to come out a lot sooner, mm-hmm. like around yeah. the end of May. And um, with a lot of things related to COVID and with the way things have kind of been on hold for a while, um, it got the, the physical release did get pushed back, you know, until the first part of September. But yeah. I'm a firm believer that it's all in God's time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that, you know, just like you said, when we, when we picked the title brotherly love, because that's the, that's the title of the project. Um, and we picked that based on the song that we recorded. that was made popular by Keith Whitley and, mm-hmm. and Earl Thomas Connolly, you know, and just loving that song. We didn't have a clue at that time what was going to be taking place now. You know, we didn't know what was going to be going on in the world. Um, We didn't know what was going to be, you know, consuming the television networks and all over the news and everything. We we had no idea, you know. But now, with this, with it being delayed a little bit and coming out now, it's almost like, um, and even with some of the songs that we, that we selected and what those songs say it's like god knew all along you know he he knew what was going to be going on Mm -hmm. and even when we didn't and so it's 
it's not us, it's him. It's his time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, being sensitive to that, I think, is so, so important. Yeah. And and that's for any artist and project that they're working on or uh, even concert. Like a lot of people have been distressed and, and uh, bummed out about the fact yeah. that concerts have been canceled. And uh, but, yeah. but it's forced a lot of artists and musicians to do things a little differently. Uh, yeah. Certainly, given the fact that, you know, if it's their livelihood, you know, mm-hmm. what can they do? So they've had to think outside of the box, whether it be doing online concerts, but also, you know, working on stuff like this. And then again, like you said, waiting for God's timing. Sometimes things are not under your control. You look at it, say, you know, we, we wanted to release this back in May. Why couldn't we release it? in may like this this sucks but yet now it's out and that's the reason why yeah that's pretty awesome that's it well it's amazing talking to you guys we're so thankful to have this opportunity to hang out and hear the stories of this project so so good thank you thank you and uh uh, success on of course on the album uh because it is obviously your livelihood and uh and uh, and hoping that it leads to uh to more things as far as you know another album the stuff that you wouldn't tell us about the stuff that we were trying to get insider information from and we couldn't get but that's okay that's okay well thank y'all for having us we really appreciate it thanks guys absolutely all right we'll see you guys the brotherly love was truly evident in the way they just were talking to each other and sharing stories and just sharing their love for each other and their love for music. It's just, you can tell this project is really, really like steeped in the love of art and love of community. And the knowledge that these guys have. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting a couple of guys with their caliber on the show, I think is is significant. Not, yeah. you know, you're not, not to put a feather in our cap, but certainly... Uh, a feather in the cap of the project that they've worked on. That's right. Because this kind of came down as a, it sounds like more of a side project. It was like, hey, we should get yeah, together one of these right. days and play some music together and, yeah. you know, sitting in the living room. And man, what I would give to hear those original recordings <sighs> yep. on their iPhones, yep. uh, to to hear that. I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, five years from now, 10 years from now, release that, you know, yes, release it as a, as a you know, uh, the lost tapes or something. That would be just Awesome. I think I, I think it would uh, hold a lot of weight and uh, people would really love it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Great conversation with uh, our buds from uh, <laughs> on this Gaither project, Bradley Walker and Mike Rogers on Between the Grooves. Make sure you check out Brotherly Love on all streaming platforms everywhere. And you can check out their music and events and all that stuff at Gaither.com. It is time for Artist Advice. And this week we welcome a past guest, Cliff Williams from Seventh Time Down. The world's full of loud starters. Um, don't be a loud starter. Just focus on being a finisher, you know, whatever it is. And uh, if you're not supposed to finish, if you're not supposed to be doing it, God will tell you. I mean, that's that's it. But finish it. You know, whatever if whatever you're setting out to do for God, finish it until he tells you otherwise. My mom would always say, like... <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're going to do something and start something, just keep it quiet. Keep it quiet. Play the long game. As once you get close to completion, get loud. Get yeah. loud. Because yeah. sometimes the being loud at the top, you get all the feels and all the emotions of like I've completed something, but you haven't. But you haven't done anything. <laughs> I know. And how many times have you seen that where you know somebody starts plugging something on social media yeah. Yeah. and you know talking big about something and then it yeah. never happens. It peters <laughs> off and. That's Nothing right. ever happens. Exactly. You know, there's so many people that do that. Drives That's me right. nuts. That's right. right. That's right. So plan, be strategic in all of that stuff, but finish it. Yeah. You know, know that you're going to finish this thing before you start 
promoting it. There it is. Yeah. Good words from Cliff Williams, seventh time down. And that is it for our show this week. Thank you for listening and uh, checking us out. Uh, We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for new episodes every Monday. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. That just helps us reach more people. That's right. And if you are on social media, please check us out at Between Grooves on Facebook and Twitter. We would love to connect with you there, chat it up, give us some new ideas for the shows. I don't know. Maybe we can... Take one of your ideas and run with it. Maybe. 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 If it's a good idea. I'm and I'm sure there's people with good ideas. I'm sure it's quite a few. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, sure. That's great. Well, yeah. sure. Uh, Drew Brown, he's sure. Jules <laughs> Our voices are going just mumbling now. And the music is fading us out right now. <laughs> good. That's a good thing. <laughs>